This episode of The Upside is recorded with an Ellie on her mom's lap. So you may hear baby sounds in the background. I feel like even though so many people have sent us messages and say they don't mind it, I feel like we have to issue the disclaimer just yeah. so people don't think they're like, was that a baby? Especially if you're new to the show. Yeah. We try to record usually when she's taking a nap, but it's just been a day. It's just been a day, which is fine. Everyone's allowed to have off days. Ellie is having a little bit of an off day. So, um, you know, we're just making it work over here. We have to acknowledge, and I don't want to just single out Texas, but we both have friends that we know who are in Texas who are dealing with some crap right now. And it's actually gotten to the point of being scary. Yeah. Um, Maggie, who's my assistant, she is out in Texas right now. And she said they haven't had power for like 36 hours. They haven't been able to charge their phone. She actually said that their cell phone service has been really wonky, like in and out. So um, they're making do the best that they can. But you know, for people that aren't prepared for things like that, like if you're in upstate New York, it's totally different because right. you're totally prepared. Everyone knows what to do. You know what I mean? There's kind of like a protocol in place. And for places that don't get crazy weather like that, it's really hard and scary because nobody's prepared and really no one knows what to do. Maggie actually asked me last night how we dealt with it in upstate New York when the power went out in the winter. And we never... The and power it, doesn't go out there. Yeah. And by the way, yes, a fire truck. Just but, there, <laughs> but there are trees and stuff there, but trees don't ever fall on power lines or anything. That's not why the power is going out in Texas. They're shutting the power. Oh, they're doing rolling blackouts. They're doing, they're shutting the power grids down because they need to conserve the energy for Got it. hospitals, nursing homes, first yeah, responders, critical. stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So I, it, it's just, I don't think that there's ever been a cold related power outage in upstate New York because I'm, sure that the system is just set up differently, but I realized how awful it is when I saw on social media, a person posted a picture of their daughter's fish tank, like mm -hmm. in, in their room and the fish tank was frozen on top. Like that's, that's how cold it got in the house that the fish tank. And that's, if you're like an older person, that's terrifying. Like, what would we do if we had a newborn? You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. a, like, and it just gets that cold inside the house. So anyways, I think yesterday we talked about it and it was kind of like, whoa, isn't that crazy? And today we're it's talking scary. about it going, whoa, that is crazy. So right. hopefully if, if you have friends, family in Texas or affected by this really cold weather, or if that's you and you're listening to this, we're thinking of you, sending you warm thoughts, and hope this is uh, all behind you very, very soon. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful that all of my winter memories, as much as I talk about hating the snow and hating the cold and all of that, I don't have any terribly bad winter memories. Yeah. Like, I'm happy that I got to go sledding 
in the winter, yeah. you know, and snowball fights and snow forts and, you know, it's crappy and it sucks, but I'm just glad that I grew up somewhere where my memories of snow are good rather than scary. Scary. Yeah. Uh, my name is Callie Dollar and I'm grateful for my iPhone. A few days ago, I, well, actually a couple times over the past few days, I talked about taking pictures of people who I thought were shady outside of the house mm -hmm. and just kind of threw it out there and said, look, am I a crazy person or am I paranoid or is this acceptable behavior? And we got a bunch of phone calls on it. One of them, however, I had to isolate and pull out to play during the show. Okay. Normally our voicemails all get played at the end of the show in the montage. This woman called to make me feel better about taking pictures of strangers in front of the house. Yeah. But I think what she was really confessing to was a mom brain moment. Okay. Because this happened shortly after her child was born. Oh my gosh, I have the most. Oh, and before I play it, I just want to let you know, this is a little bit longer than most voicemails. Usually we play voicemails 20 or 30 seconds. This is a bit of a story. Stick with it because it's magic. Okay. Oh my gosh, I have the most ridiculous story because I'm listening to Jeff about taking the photo of the dog down the street. So my daughter was born last November and I was on maternity leave and I'm sitting in our living room and I think I'm just hanging out with her. My husband's working and I see a woman pull up in front of our house and take a picture. And I'm like, and here, first of all, this could very well have been all the insane hormones running through my body. But the first thing that I thought of was, oh my gosh, this woman's taking a picture of my house because they know I just had a baby and she's going to have her mob gang come and steal my baby. So I call my husband. I tell him, you need to come home now, get the baby. I have some things to do. I proceed to go to every neighbor and ask them if they have a camera that reads the street. And none of them do while also looking at me like I'm crazy as I'm telling them this story about this woman that clearly wants to come steal my baby. I then call non-emergency 911 to tell them that a white car drove in front of my house, took a photo, and I'm pretty sure she wants to steal my baby. I then proceed to tell my husband that we need to buy a gun. And let me tell you that my husband entertained the idea all the way to the gun store. We looked at guns. I called my parents. They were like, oh, my gosh, you're being so brave. All the while, everyone thinks I'm insane. I will tell you, it probably took me another two months to really reflect back on that situation and think, okay, maybe they weren't trying to steal my baby. So embarrassing. Mom brain, hormones, the whole thing. But I like to say I jumped into action and... None of my neighbors have invited me over for a glass of wine since. <laughs> Love the show. Bye. You know, when she went to each of her neighbor's house, she didn't just say, hey, I know this is a weird request, but do you have a security camera that's that captures the street? You know, she told them the entire story, every detail. From yeah. And she's kids. like, we all need to be concerned. Yes. They're trying to kidnap our kids, you know, whatever. And which is funny because it makes total sense at the time. Like I've had, remember I was telling you, we first had Ellie, we were taking walks around. Well, the hold on. Save that thought because okay. she is the gift that keeps on giving. Oh, okay. So I want to make sure we hear her entire story. Oh, that's not over. Okay. No, she called back. Oh my gosh, it's me again. My husband just reminded me what else I did when I thought someone was coming to steal my baby. 
we had a security system, but I didn't think that it was enough. So I made my husband go to Home Depot and get those little like chimes. So in addition to our security system, if the doors or the windows open, this like annoying chime goes off. And then I also made him buy blink cameras to put outside every single window in the house. So yeah, he's like, uh, you did more than just call the cops, go to the gun store and harass all of our neighbors. He also spent a few hundred dollars upping up security for this person who probably likes the flowers in our front yard. Anyways, you've got me cracking up thinking about this a year later. Have a great week. All right, there we go. Thank you so much for sharing. That right there is evidence that you are never alone. That's why there's a whole lot that goes on right after you have a baby. And I told you, like, when we first had Ellie and we were taking walks around the neighborhood, I had the thought constantly, what if someone pulls over on the side of the road, shoots me and takes Ellie? Right. Like that was a legit, like I was legitimately looking on our walk for how I would get out of that situation. For snipers, for somebody driving by with, as a sniper. I know someone who got so freaked out that a tree would fall, a limb of a tree would fall on the car as they were driving, that they would figure out ways to get from their house to like Walmart or wherever they were going without having to drive down any tree-lined streets. I haven't told you this, and it's not impacting my life in a significant way, so I don't think it's that big of a deal, but there's a curvy road that we have to take. Um, every time we go to my parents and it's not a have to, it's just the fastest way to get to my parents' house from our house is this really windy road that doesn't have like shoulders or it's just people drive like, you know, like jerks on that road. And I know it really well, but I, there have been a couple of times where it's been raining, where Ellie's been in the car, where I have gone a different route. Cause I'm like, people go too fast on this road. It's too curvy. I'm going to get hit. Someone's going to hit Ellie. She's going to be in a car wreck. I'm not doing it. But to me, that's not that insane. It's the same thing as the trees falling. No, because the tree falling thing is this person, even in perfectly fine weather, would take the 30 minute trip to Walmart rather than the 10 minute trip to Walmart. Got it. You know, it, it was just a thought where they were like, oh, my gosh, a tree is going to fall down. A limb is going to fall off a tree on a perfectly sunny day and land in my car. Yeah. So they they went another way. So anyways, I don't even think she left her name. That might have been intentional. But thank you for the, those two phone calls. Those were a gift, a treasure, and I appreciated being able to unwrap them. Speaking of new mom things, Jeff and I have been having – it's not like a debate in our house. It's more of a conversation Because I said to Jeff before Ellie got here that, you know, I have struggled with depression in the past. I have struggled with anxiety for years and been medicated, you know, I was medicated all throughout my pregnancy and stuff like that. But I said to him, I need you to like observe me after I have the baby. And if things seem out of whack, I need you to bring it to my attention so I can bring it to my psychiatrist and my therapist and let them know like what's going on because I might not be able to recognize it. And I just like that woman who just called, she thought it was perfectly normal to go door to door because a a kidnapping plot was unfolding. Absolutely. In in front of her house. Right. Because like her husband said, because somebody liked the way her flower bed looked. Right. Um, But if you tried to tell her in that moment, she would have she would have been like, no, it's nothing to do with the flowers. This is an episode of Dateline 
unfolding in front of our eyes. Right. So the conversation in our house has been Jeff being worried about me because there have been a couple of days, like more than one. Um, one time it was like two days in a row where I have either forgotten to shower or haven't showered or whatever. And Jeff's thing is, Hey, I'm concerned about you. That's really out of character for you. Like, should you bring that up with your mental health team, whatever? And I have said to him, and I am kind of feeling like maybe other moms could call or people that suffer from depression and can kind of give some, you know, thoughts to me and to Jeff on this because his concern is my mental health. My thing is I feel like I have pockets, like windows of time during the day to get things done. And with our show and our business and like, you know, right now I'm working on taxes and stuff like that. I feel like there are other priorities besides me showering And showering just like takes a long time. So if I have a 45 minute gap, like I want to go work out if I have, and you know what I mean? So I don't see this as a mental health issue. I see it as, Hey, my time is more limited now that we have Ellie and showering is just keeps falling at the bottom of my priority list. And my, and which might be the case, which would be great, but combined with other things that we've talked about, you know, like some some prolonged couch sitting friends binge watching, mm-hmm. you know, just hanging out with Ellie or with frustrations that you voiced about, uh, you know, not getting stuff done on your to-do list. Mm-hmm. The lack of showering combined with all of it is the reason that I brought it up. Like if the only thing that was falling by the wayside was once a week you forgot to shower or – even twice a week, you know, I've done that where you get so ready. Like, yeah, but I am getting things on my to-do list done. Okay. But there were a couple of days that you weren't, I'm not, I'm just trying to point out what you asked me to point out. Right. And so I don't, I'm not saying that it's right or wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, Hey, you wanted to, you wanted some help being aware of things so I'm trying to tell you things not to put you down for going a day without showering. Like mm-hmm. I don't care really. Uh, but to point out that that's behavior that's very unlike you. Yeah. So like, I don't know. Like Especially I guess- on a day where you work out, like you don't like to get into bed dirty. Right. So you like to take a shower after you work out. And so when you've worked out and not showered, it's, just raised a flag with me. That's all. Yeah. So I don't know if any other parents or people that, you know, struggle with depression or anything, have anything to say about this or, you know, just want to weigh in 800-434-5454. Are you still on a scale of one to 10? Are you still feeling nine-ish? Yeah, I feel really great. And I feel like I've been, you know, pretty productive. Um, There are things that I feel like I couldn't with the exception of the personal hygiene, I've been really productive. Right. Personal hygiene, not so much. But I'm still like washing my face every night and every morning and like, you know. You're getting your workouts in and all this getting stuff. Getting my workouts in and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, but I still feel really good. So. Okay. Yeah. Do you want me to stop pointing it out or should I? No, I think it's important that you point it out. But um, it's it just weird to be in a place where I don't know if it's concerning or not because I'm in it, you know. Yeah. 
So why don't you just pass that information along to your doctor and let her decide? Well, I'm sure I'll get an email from her because she listens to the show oh, okay. every day. <laughs> All right. And it'll be um, addressed to dirtyperson at gmail.com. That's her email address. Yeah. No shower. Not clean. I, uh, I think it was last week, the week before. It was the Monday after the Super Bowl where I talked about meeting Bruce Springsteen, mm -hmm. which I, it, it, hor I mean, it's a horrible coincidence, but I talked about having drinks with Bruce Springsteen in a bar. Yeah. And then it came out like two or three days later that he had a pending DUI charge, DUI, or DUI charge and yeah. Jeep had to pull their commercial yeah. with him. Uh, and somebody, and I mentioned when I was telling that story that he was my top three Celeb cool celebrity moments. Yeah, when I worked in radio, and and somebody on Instagram asked me what the other two were, and so, and these are in no particular order. I can I guess one of them. Yeah, Diddy. Diddy is one of them. Uh, Diddy invited me to spend the weekend at his house because he was late for an interview. All of these stories, by the way, were when Jeff was married the first time. So I got none of these cool radio benefits and run-ins with these crazy celebrities. So. Uh, well, you got the, uh, Usher, what's up? Hey, Jeff, what's up with Usher and Scooter that you thought was really cool. Yeah. And chilly, but and I didn't get like, I didn't get to spend the weekend at Diddy's, Diddy's house. house. Like, yeah. come on. So, so that one is really, I mean, that one's always going to be up there. The short, short, short version of that story. Diddy was late for an interview, which was going to cause me to be late for a flight to New York City where I was going for an event. He felt bad and said, I'll tell you what, if you reschedule your flight and take a later flight, I will let you stay at my house in New York over the weekend. And I was like, okay. And so I rescheduled my flight and I thought he was full of crap, but he wasn't. And I ended up staying at his house over the weekend. So cool. That was cool. Anyway. And that was one. Then Bruce Springsteen drinks at a bar, which I talked about on the episode that aired the Monday after the Super Bowl, if you want to go listen to that, if you haven't heard it. And then the third, people are like, who? The third is Estelle Harris. I have no clue who that is. Estelle Harris played, and I'm sure she had other roles, but what she was known for is being George Costanza. What she was known for, the reason that she's cool in my book, is she is George Costanza's mom on Seinfeld. Oh my gosh, yeah, I know who she is. Okay, that's Estelle Harris. And the reason that she is one of my top celebrity encounters is not because of what a big star she is, but because of the timing of the encounter with her okay, and where I was in my career. So I was working in Tucson, Arizona mm -hmm. for a radio show called Mojo and Betsy in the morning. Mm -hmm. And Tucson is a big golf town and there's always like golf tournaments and stuff. And yeah. there's this celebrity pro-am golf tournament going on. And this was in May of 1998. And I'll tell you in a second exactly why I know the month and the, and the year. But there's this big celebrity golf tournament. So, of course, because I work on this radio show, I go down there to see what celebrities are around. Mm -hmm. Couldn't get into the press area. was, like, roped off. I couldn't get into any of the VIP areas. But I did notice all of these golf bags lined up on the wall. And I start looking at them. And I realize they are 
the golf bags of some of the celebrities who are going to be participating in the golf tournament. Uh-huh. And one of the celebrities is Estelle Harris. I would have not known her name. You would have in 1998 because Seinfeld is the biggest show on television mm-hmm. and the countdown to the finale was happening. Yeah. So all the Seinfeld stars are doing interviews. It's the biggest. It's like their finale press tour. Yes. Yeah. And I see Estelle Harris and it's written in an old woman's handwriting and there's a phone number. So I call the phone number. Oh, really? Yeah, from That's my so from my StarTac flip phone. Nice. You know, I pop uh-huh. it open. I call Estelle Harris. She answers in her Estelle Harris voice. Nice. And I said, Ms. Harris, hi, I work at a radio show in town and we're big fans of Seinfeld. And I was just wondering if you're not doing any press stuff this morning, if I could take you to breakfast. And she said, sure. Shut up. So. How do I not know the story? So I. How does my dad not know the story? I get in my little Toyota Corolla old car, quickly clean off the passenger seat. She comes downstairs. She gets in the car with me. We drive to a diner that was near the radio station. And the radio show hosts, Mojo and Betsy, come down to the diner. And we sit in a booth and we do the last half of our show with Estelle Harris from Seinfeld a week before Seinfeld's finale. That's insane. She gives Did us, you get like major bonus points with Mojo for scoring of that? Of course. Yeah. yeah. But no, I'm probably not. I mean, that's par for the course. That's the way I rolled. Uh-huh. So because of where I was in my career and the timing and the magnitude and all of that, that's always one of my favorite memories. I think that- And the fact that we didn't go back to like the radio studio and do like a typical radio interview, we went to a diner. It was like just neat. Yeah, it was just neat. And we just hung out with Estelle Harris and had breakfast and talked Seinfeld stuff. So I had a moment like that. Here's the thing about shows like that though. I feel like there are shows that are nostalgic for all of us, whether it's like our parents watch them or we watch them or whatever. That's just, even if it's like a side character or not the main cast, like it's not Seinfeld or George or Elaine or Kramer. Yeah. um, That you're so emotionally tied to it that it makes it really cool. And I had a moment where, do you know who John Ratzenberger is from Cheers? Yeah, Cliffy. Yeah. Okay, so Cliff from Cheers. And I was working, I was um, in college and I was volunteering to do, I think, Radio Row at the CMA Fest or whatever. It used to be called Fanfare at Fanfare. And I was a talent escort. So I would take talent around to each like radio booth or whatever. Yeah. And I remember like I got assigned to John Ratzenberg and I didn't know his name. I was like, who is that? And he was doing press because he was a voice in the Cars movie, the kid, the Disney yeah. movie at the time. And so I got to take him around and I wound up taking a picture with him because I remember my dad used to watch Cheers all the time. Yeah, so did my parents. And I just thought it was cool. Like it was such a nostalgic thing. Could I pick out his name? No, but he was a part of something that was so, yeah. such a seared in memory of my childhood that I just thought it was so, so neat. So anyways, that was, yeah. Bruce Springsteen, Diddy. And Estelle Harris are all in the same category in my book. I love taking good care of my skin. And you know what that means? 
visits to the dermatologist so they can prescribe you the best things for your skin. Now, this is something I totally missed out on during pregnancy because I couldn't have any of the prescription stuff, the really good stuff on my face. But now I'm ready to jump back into it because the brown spots on my face drive me crazy. There are years of sun damage that will only be taken care of with prescription grade products. Apostrophe is a prescription skincare company for people that are ready to take their acne and skincare seriously. Apostrophe makes it easy to see a board-certified dermatologist online. You'll be treated immediately and your medications are delivered to your home. You don't have to leave your house to do this, okay? Simply fill out Apostrophe's online questionnaire about your skin concerns and medical history, snap a few selfies, and your dermatologist will get back to you with a customized treatment plan tailored just for you. The best part is that Apostrophe offers topical and oral medications. They treat acne. They also help you hit your other skincare goals like reducing redness, wrinkles, and even dark spots, which is a huge one for me. Get $15 off your first visit with a board-certified dermatologist at apostrophe.com upside. Use our code UPSIDE. The code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com upside and click begin visit. Then use the code UPSIDE at sign up and you'll get $15 off your dermatology visit. That's A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E dot com slash UPSIDE, code UPSIDE. Monk Pack Keto Nut and Seed Bars are healthy if you're following a keto lifestyle, but they're perfect for anybody who's just trying to eat healthy. In addition to being keto-friendly, they're also gluten-free, they're plant-based, and they're non-GMO. There's no soy, no trans fat. No sugar alcohols, no artificial colors, and they taste great. My favorite flavor is the peanut butter dark chocolate, but coming in a close second, the sea salt dark chocolate. These are great when you're having a sweet tooth. They're the perfect blend of crunchy and soft. And like I said, they are healthy. You can satisfy that sweet tooth with no guilt. You can even use Monk Pack Keto Nut and Seed Bars as a quick breakfast. Try Monk Pack for yourself and you will see. We got a great deal for Upside listeners. 20% off your first purchase of any Monk Pack product by going to monkpack.com and entering code UPSIDE at checkout. Monk Pack is so confident in what they're selling that it's backed with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you don't like it for any reason, they'll exchange the product or refund your money, whichever you prefer. To get started, go to monkpack.com. That's M-U-N-K-P-A-C-K.com and select any product and then enter the code UPSIDE at checkout. You'll save 20% off your first purchase. Monk Pack, delicious, nutritious food you can count on. Thank you for sponsoring the podcast this week, Monk Pack. You've heard me talk about Rothy's for a while now. They're one of my favorite brands of shoes. I have five pair of them, no shame here. And I love them because they're comfortable. They're really cute, but they're also machine washable, which I think is awesome because if you are a wearer of flats, you know that when you're running around and you're busy, your feet might make the shoe smell. And then eventually you got to get rid of your flats. It's a whole thing, right? Well, with Rothy's shoes, you can take out the insert is what I do. I put it in the wash on delicate and then I let it air dry. And it's like having a brand new pair of shoes every time I wash them. I've washed mine over a dozen times and they still look as great as they did when I took them out of the box. It is awesome. 
Check out all the amazing shoes, bags, and masks available right now at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside. Style and sustainability, meet to create your new favorites. Head to rothys.com slash upside today. Today's quote of the day is, if you start to think that the problem is out there, stop yourself. That thought is the problem. Jeff's Three Random Things is brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. All right. This applies uh, all over the country right now. There is something called cryophobia, C-R-Y-O phobia, and it's the fear of cold. Yeah. So if you uh, just do not like to go outside during winter, maybe you're suffering from cryophobia or maybe you never had it. But now you're in Texas and you're like, I do not like this. It's cryophobia. Um, and it applies to everything from cold air temperatures to touching cold objects. Um, there's chinophobia, C-H-I, or I guess it's C-H-I-O-N, chionophobia. That's the fear of snow. Hmm. Uh, two different things. Uh, if you, that's my first random thing. Number two is if you are one of those people who has to get your 10,000 steps in a day, know this, that has been reduced to 5,000 steps. You don't need to get 10,000 steps a day to stay healthy. Medical experts are now saying 5,000 steps will lower your risk uh, of disease tied to an inactive lifestyle. You can get those 5,000 steps just moving around your house more. So even pacing while you're on the phone can drastically build those up. Nice. Uh, my third random thing is uh, if you keep track of your time at the doctor's office, the average amount of time that you spend with interacting with a physician or a physician's assistant or a nurse is just under 20 minutes, mm -hmm. but the average amount of time that you're in a physician's office is just over 70 minutes. Yeah. So that that's about right. That's all waiting room time. That's all, you know, checking out, making your next appointment, yep. giving your insurance card, all that other stuff. Uh, so if you are sitting in the waiting room, listening to this podcast, getting frustrated at how long your doctor is waiting, know that or keeping you waiting, know that you are not alone. Those are my three random things. I saw something really funny the other day. Someone sent me a screenshot of a Facebook support group for Karens, people named Karen, because this woman got um, asked to speak to a manager about something and her name's Karen. And her son was like, oh my gosh, you've been such a Karen. And she was like, you know what? I am sick of us Karens who are really good being, you know, being made out to be someone really bad. So she started a Facebook group called Karen's for the community and anyone with the name Karen, any spelling is more than welcome to attend the group and talk about, um, you know, their experiences. I, you know what? It's fun to make fun of like the support group, but I, th I get it. I mean, I just feel like over the past 18 months or so, it has been, the word Karen has been applied so much. And if you're new to this show, we've said this before, but we will not refer to the let me speak to your manager people as Karens. Right. Because we feel so bad for people name, named Karen. Yeah. I would imagine there are people named Karen who have legitimate reasons to speak to the managers, but they just won't do it because their name is Karen. Oh, which I'm sure. sucks. Well, if your name is Karen and you are not living up to the stereotype, you can join a support group on Facebook. It's called Karen's, K-A-R-E-N-S, 
for the community. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. Your observation or what you learned about smoothies uh, and Weight Watchers from last week yeah. uh, is apparently a huge point of contention based on the voice oh my gosh gotten. yeah that and people were sending me instagram messages and stuff like that saying that they're in like weight watcher support groups and stuff like that and people are so against it yeah they're passionate there's also things that you can that when you eat with a spoon it counts as different points or something like that and so there's this whole group of people that are like no that is zero points we're not counting it i uh, the if you missed it a uh, uh, oh smoothie made of ingredients that total three points, foods that total three points, once they're put in smoothie form, is now worth 10 points. And that's a huge, like that could be a meal in yeah. Weight Watchers world. So it's it's a very contentious. What I took away from it is, you know, Weight Watchers used to be called Weight Watchers and now it's WW, mm-hmm. which people on our voicemail, were, they were abbreviating, abbreviating that to Dub Dub, which the first time I heard it, I thought it was Tub Tub, <laughs> which is a terrible name for a diet program. Uh, like, yeah. What diet are you on? Oh, I'm on Tub Tub, the blue plan. So speaking of Tub Tub, little baby Ellie's up, huh? Yeah, Ellie is uh, ready for us to wrap the show. So she says, hey, dad, wrap it up. All right, Tub Tub, bye bye. I just have to say, I got new running shoes today from the Big Peach Running Company, and I don't think I can throw this box away. I mean, that the shoes came in, it's a really good box. I mean, it could have so many purposes, and I, I think I'm going to hang on to it for a while. Just had a call and tell you. Thought of you guys. Hope you're having a good day. Bye! If your New Year's resolution involves cutting down on carbs, eating less sugar, not eating so much junk food, I have got a secret that you need to know about. Magic Spoon Cereal. No sugar. Only four net grams of carbs in each serving. Only 140 calories a serving. And check this out. 13 to 14 grams of protein per serving. You can actually replace a protein shake that you'll have before or after a workout with Magic Spoon Cereal. Yeah, you can. So not only are you going to be eating healthier for your New Year's resolution, but you're going to be eating healthier for your New Year's resolution to work out as well. Magic Spoon has released a brand new variety pack that now features peanut butter. Peanut butter was a limited edition last year. It sold out three times. Now it's permanent. You can also get frosted cereal, fruity, cocoa, all of it available to you, and because you're an Upside listener, you're going to be able to take advantage of a really great deal. Go to magicspoon.com slash Upside, grab a variety pack, and try it today. Be sure to use our promo code Upside at checkout. You'll save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. If you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash upside. Use the code upside when you check out to save $5 off. Thank you to Magic Spoon for sponsoring this episode. Hey, Jack, you're talking about um, President's Day and the numbers being down the 
Friday or last Friday, and that's because a lot of the schools are off. Uh, we're off Friday and Monday, so they had a four-day weekend. So that's probably the reason why um, listeners were down um, on Friday. I hope that helps. Thanks. Bye. Hey, Jeff and Kelly. Um, good reason for no or less listeners on the Friday before President's Day, at least our county, we're out of school Friday and Monday. So if anyone like me and had the kiddos at home, I did not get to listen Friday or Monday. So I'm playing a lot of catch up this morning. Have a great day. Bye. Hey, guys. Love the show. Super excited to see um, what you have in the newsletter with your spotlight on an upsider. And I was thinking a great name might be Upsider Up Close. So, anyway, keep doing what you're doing. Love baby Ellie in the background. She's a dog. Congrats. Hey, guys. I was just listening to Friday's episode, and, Callie, you were talking about smoothies. And that is such a huge and sometimes heated debate in the Dub Dub community, Dub Dub IE Weight Watchers where sometimes I feel like it's okay to do you and go rogue and work the plan how you see fit. If you're making it yourself and you know exactly what's in there, girl, you track you track it how you want and you do you, you will still lose weight, I promise you, if you do it the way that you're doing it. So anyways, smoothies are a hot topic for sure, and I just felt like giving my two cents. So you do you, girl, support ya. Like attracts like. You are a magnet. If you're negative, you're going to draw negativity. You're positive, you draw positive. You're a kind person, more people are kind to you. If you see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand.